0: What's going on, people? Welcome to Lucky Quinn Live Podcast. It's uh, week two with Frank Kern. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you doing this, brother.
1: Week two. This week two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Hey, I um, uh, I want I want to talk about copy, man. I've been you you like introduced me to the whole thing. I've been writing copy all week, like like you like you told me to. I like it. It's the only thing that like makes me makes me feel like like i'm accomplishing something while while i'm having fun so it's it's fun what's like your all-time favorite ad let's talk about that let's just analyze those and let's take lessons from from that for the for the people at home
1: my all-time favorite what
0: ad advertising your all-time favorite ad,
1: dude i don't know um i I mean i want to say actually without question what i'm saying it's uh ogilvy's house ad series how to create an advertisement that sells, which I don't mm. think was written by David Ogilvy. I think it was written by, um, I know who it was, and I'm blanking. <laughs> oh, Raphael so maybe. But a copywriter who worked for uh, David Ogilvy's agency, and it's ridiculous. It's amazing. Mm. What's, What's your own? Like The, the one you create yourself, you're, you're proud of? Oh, I don't know. Um, none of mine are particularly good, really. Uh, <laughs> the best... Probably the thing that is most memorable that, that I guess I like would be a, a marketing video I created a long time ago called Mysterious Stranger, mm. where I'm driving in this bus, and I'm like basically trying to demonstrate the importance of having an email list and using the metaphor that an email list is like a mysterious stranger that just pays your bills for you. So right. I think it's very well done, and I think uh, I was able to disguise good educational content with entertainment and therefore get it consumed more and help more people. Right. So that was a good one. Yeah, I like
0: that. Mm, I like yeah. it. Which, or, just step by step for, for like creating, creating something like that, creating copy was for. How do you do that? Because I like it.
1: Oh, dude, it's um, really <laughs> how it works. All right. So let's say that the thing's gonna be for sale in two weeks. All right. Mm-hmm. So. Today, and you're like, all right, dude, we're gonna sell the thing in two weeks. Mm. So for the next 12 and a half days, I'm essentially gonna be complaining about the fact that I've got to write the copy.
2: Mm. So I'm gonna
1: be pacing around, and be like, why did I ever get into doing this? Maybe we shouldn't sell it. This is horrible. I hate writing copy. Just whining incessantly about how awful it is to write copy. Mm. And then for the last day and a half, I'll sit and have it, i write the copy. And I'll just like <laughs> stare at it. And so I have this app called Focus at Will on my computer, and I, mm. I usually create copy in a web like app, you know, because I've always written it online. The majority of my copy is my copy, my copy, That's <laughs> my copy. Been a long day. The majority of my sales copy has always been written for the internet, so I usually will write it and like Click Funnels or Dreamweaver or something weird like that. I just sit down and write it and just complain, bitch, you know. And um, hmm. then it's over and then I'll walk away from it and then I'll come back to it and <laughs> I'll change stuff that's like really bad and make it less bad and then release it, you know? But how
0: do you, like, for, what do I have? I have a fucking, I have a already or how do you pronounce it? I don't know. What do you do to sell it? Like, it's, you don't just write about it, right? What's What's the... Cause I've been doing it. Like you, 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 you told me about writing the, writing the, the letter every day. I've been doing it. Like you told me to, but it's, I don't, I, I want to know how you do it. Cause I like it.
1: Well, it's, um, it's a simple formula, you know, is here's what I got. Here's what it'll do for you. And here's what wow. I'll do next. And those are like the, the fundamentals of any sort of sales pitch. And mm-hmm. so that's like, even if you just look at that and then you look at most ads, n- most of them never say that, you know, mm just like Fiji clean water you know like uh, uh, okay we acknowledge that it is in fact water and it's mm-hmm. not Fiji but there's never any like you know here's the benefits of it you know whatever here's what I want you to do go buy some. so I just try to follow that framework and the longer I do it the more straightforward the copy becomes so if you were to read stuff that I wrote ten years ago. Very story based, you know, and it almost like really sensationalized, like the crazy story about the time that X, Y, Z happened. And now mm. it's kind of like, read this if you want to do this, you know, mm. um, like that book. You know, read this if you want to take great photographs. Like, okay, I like right. that. That's easier. Mm. So it becomes a game of uh, of just chopping stuff out, you know, and just keeping it simpler and simpler and simpler and simpler. Not to insult mm. the real intelligence by any means, but like, mm. just. You know. <laughs> no, I, I don't know.
0: I like I like talking about this. It's uh, it's interesting. Well, why are so many like companies, like like major companies, like still not doing like direct response and just doing like exactly what you what you just said, like clean water, Fiji like
1: Well, where would they learn it? You know, so if you think about uh, from, it...
0: From you, I guess.
1: But no one in their right mind would listen to I mean, look at
0: me, for God's sake.
1: Well, was, look at me. I mean, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm fucking... I'm obsessed with what you're saying.
1: I don't know. But, you know, some dude <laughs> in the 87th floor of whatever, like, you know, they're like, wow, well, these guys are out of their minds. So you got a giant <laughs> company that's run by corporate NBA people and stuff. And I'm sure there's got to be some value in that somewhere. And they're mm-hmm. like, well we should do something about our advertising. We have this budget and we should spend it. And then they'll call an ad agency and the ad agency is like, yeah, okay, we'll spend the budget and take a media buying commission on where to spend it. And then the people that are in charge of the ads rarely know anything about advertising. And there's really nowhere, and this is obviously a generalization, you know, but it's very difficult to learn how to do this stuff right unless you actively embrace the fact that you're going to have to sit down, read a bunch of stuff mm. and figure it the fuck out because you can't go to like direct response school, you know, I mean, even <laughs> good at direct response is almost inherently going to be out of their minds. So they have no business teaching schools, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> people, like, you know, imagine Barry Halbert as a college professor. like It's not going to happen. You know, they're they're not going to let me do it. You know. Um, Albert Lasker, who was one of the greats, had, I think, two nervous breakdowns, like complete psychosis. Lost it. You know, and so it's a common thing, you know. Like, it's a known thing. Like, oh yeah, these great direct response guys are kind of, pretty much all of them are insane. So, Mm. it's not this... It seems common to you because you pay a lot of attention to it. People who read or listen to your podcast are like, yeah, dude, of course everybody knows this. But if you get outside of our little world, no, there, nobody knows this stuff. That's this, interesting, though. I know. I hope we never do. Like, what if everyone became great at it? That'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: that's for sure. I nope. don't know how to look out, out of my little world, though. That's a that's major thing. I assume everyone knows what I know, but, and, and the other way around, but I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It's uh, headlines and pictures and everything. How do you choose them? I w I wanna like real quick on this and then we'll like hit your story. I know I know you like talking about this other stuff too, well, I'm headlines and, and pictures and, and everything. Tell me about that. How you choose how do you choose them? What's your formula for that?
1: I don't. I don't really have one other than if I can use what uh, Dan Kennedy, who's one of my teachers, Dan Kennedy Mm. called Whistle Copy, I will defer to that, which is, you know, if you like cold water, try Fiji, you know, Mm. or like really, really basic stuff. Read this if you want more customers from the internet. Like that's the default for me. now. It didn't used to be. It used to be Mm. uh, like very... John Carlton style he's unbelievably good you know and if you study his stuff his headlines are like and they're all true stories like the amazing story of the one-legged golfer who could hit you know the golf ball (laughs) three months and this it was really true and Mm. you always find that crazy angle you know and um, I, I tried to write like that and it works but I have grown personally to default to just very plain talk like i imagine that i'm in the midwest of the united states right a small town talking to a dude that's like 57 years old drinking the middle of my life and he has no time for any bullshit and so that's who i'm trying to write to you know is that Hmm. yeah right
0: (laughs) that's funny are there clients you like won't work with or you're like nah fuck you this is not something i want to i want to sell yeah. So, are, there, are there stories of that? That's that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me, bro, you're a storytelling. I love it. Tell me stories. I like stories. Such a
1: dick, dude. Um, so there's this company. I hope they never hear this. Um <laughs> they had hired our agency at ten grand a month retainer to advise mm. them on content creation, to sell stuff in the financial markets, information in the financial markets. Right. And the company's like this umbrella company. And then they had all these like financial wizard people, and each wizard person had his or her own like vertical of stuff. Mm. And the first wizard person they gave me to work on stuff I liked, just nerdy dude and like, you know, had worked on Wall Street and didn't like it and had figured out better stuff. And his content was good. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. So I'm like, all right, this will be great. This will be, you know, really likable guy. And um, then I find out, they're like, oh, we're going to switch dudes. And I'm like, all right, well, you're the client. So who's the new guy, you know? And bring in the new band, so to speak. And they brought in this fucking guy. And uh, I read his sales letter and it was so egregious and non-compliant and over the mm. top and like what would immediately be flagged as deceptive, like horribly deceptive advertising. Right. You know, <laughs> dude, I'm not gonna fuck you like no, but I didn't tell. Right. So first I'm looking at it, I'm like this company is huge by the way. I mean this like hundreds of millions per year. So I'm like mm. surely they've had this review. Like you can't like no one's gonna be that stupid. And so I'm starting to Google the dude's name and the BBB ratings are terrible. And there's like all these people saying, oh, we lost our life savings doing what this guy said. And so they had to fly to meet with me. And I decided to fire them as clients, but I let them fly all the way to my San Diego office to find out. And I didn't even tell them. I had this guy that works with me who's a retired Navy SEAL officer. And tell them they were out. And send them on their way. So just like fight, <laughs> you know. I was like, I'm gonna make you fuckers fly all the way down here, never to see me. And get your your bitch asses back in the car and go try that shit somewhere else. And we ended up getting hammered by the federal commission, by the way. So I'm really <laughs> glad I didn't you know, work with them. But I wouldn't anyway. I'm not gonna participate in that. You know, no right? Way. I'm not gonna help people do that. So like, I don't. I don't. Work with them. get rich quick people i won't do anything you know anything hard i'm not going to take like if i don't think it's Mm. going to help i'm not going to take it even (laughs) though the world still i don't want to mess with it you know right desperate clients i won't i won't work with you know because it's ads are hard most of them don't work so Mm. yeah Testing stuff, you know. So I don't want to have some person that's just terrified, like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to spend five hundred dollars on ads. It better work." You know, no, it's not going to. Yeah, right. Sometimes it does, but it's so rare that you know, usually you have to do five or six iterations of it in order for anything to happen. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I try to avoid actually doing anything for clients. You know, it's like, mm. and people are like, oh, it's takeaway selling. I'm like, it's not really. It's just it's freaking hard, and you have to know, and you can't be an asshole. And um, mm. you know, I guess that's why. But, I have that many. Yeah, no,
0: I like it. T- tell me about why you like hate selling, and well, how do you deal with that? Like, not having to to direct sell, for sure. What you told me last week, like being being anxious of selling, so you like show them in front, down to the to the listeners. That story, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't care for it at all. But it's not it's not selling. I don't like I don't like hearing no. So if mm. everyone was like, please come sell me something awesome, you know, <laughs> okay, sure. Right. Uh, and so I love I like selling in print. I mm. like selling on video, especially when it's recorded. Um, mm. I don't like selling one-to-one. I don't like selling on the phone. Um, and nor do I like selling from stage. Uh, mm. you know, and this is really the, it's just the failure aspect of it. You know, because most right. people say no. It's just normal. So mm. I, I don't like to see that. I'd rather them say no and, and just click away and we not notice it. You know, and then right. this illusion. You
0: know? I, I should build it up to, to get to that level that you don't have to, like, get on the phone with these people, and, and when, when, when the, was that a, an option for you?
1: Well, sometimes I still do, but I, I won't unless they know the thing, they know the price, they've jumped through some hoops, not as a power play, but just like mm. the filtration. You know, and they've told me that they're interested in it and they have some questions. And then my sales process is, okay. what do you want to accomplish? And what are the tools that we have at our disposal to get there? And if I think I can help them, I'll say, okay. I I think I can help you. And then my close is, you know, what do you want to do? And they'll Hmm. say, I want to become a client or they'll say, I don't. Want to become a client, or they'll say, Let me think about it. And if they say they don't want to become a client, I'll say, Okay, anything else I can do for you? And if they say, Let me think about it, I'll say, Okay, what do you want me to do? Yeah. You know? <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, think about it. And then you want me to call you back, like you tell me, you know. And right. but that's not a that's not a factor of like any sort of superpower. It's a factor of knowing that I can generate demand for the product, which mm. is, would be the service. So whenever you can create a surplus of leads coming in you can do that and you don't have to desperately try to, you know, what's it going to take? What do I need to do? Let me convince you or anything. It's just, you don't have to mm. you're sell more people. It just means you just say next easier, you know, but right. oh, your answer is no. Okay. Bye. Next. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's it. Creating a pipeline. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like you, uh, you know. Or, well, they don't have to like you, but making them, uh, not even making them, demonstrating to them that you can actually help them before you have the sales conversation helps. So if they mm. come to it already pre-sold, it's a lot better, you know.
0: Mm. So
1: that works pretty good,
0: right? That's that's all. What did you? You did this this like a, a year ago, or something. You did this class with Cardone with like creating content, like having like objections and then creating the answers to those objections as as content or something. What, what, what was it? yeah? Yeah. Like that. that was interesting.
1: I don't know. I don't know about like the like if someone's gonna have an objection that's a valid objection. To me it's just like you probably have this objection and it's a valid objection and here's the facts around it and do what you want to do. Mm. So he and I are, are very, very different. Um, mm. on every possible level. Like we approach differently we're different personalities. We have different philosophies on business, like everything, you know. So for me, an objection, like for him, an objection is an opportunity. For me, an objection is like, all right, well, you know, okay, what do you want right. to do? Like, they're like, oh, it's expensive. You know, and like his, he would have a manual on how to handle it's expensive. Mm. And I would be like, yes, it, it is. What do you want to do? <laughs> He'll sell more. Like he's definitely going to sell more than me, you know. Without mm-hmm. question, but I, I just don't want to mess with it. So I would rather create like so much goodwill and deliver so much results in advance to the marketplace mm-hmm. that they've already worked through the objections, not by any sort of, you know, arm twisting, but by demonstration. You know, right. if, if if I was trying to sell a course, I'm like. I don't know how to run 10 miles, you know, mm-hmm. if you free stuff and you using the free stuff got to where you can run two miles in a couple of days, it'd be a lot yeah. easier to tell you the course. You'd be like, yeah, dude. Wow. Holy shit. I already run two. This is crazy. I'd be like, yeah, right. getting from two to 10 is going to be, a, is going to be hard, you know, but you can do it. And what do you want to do? <laughs> you know, Big <laughs> question. You know, what do you want to do? Do you want to try it or what?
0: Yeah. I like it. That's cool. What what happened to, to like the agency by the way? I don't see it anymore. It's it's I gave it's it to him
1: in November. Yeah. Now he should this month, but I I left it in November. I just hmm. just I just love him so much that yeah. I want him to have it.
0: Hmm. That's <laughs> cool. All yeah. right. Mm, I like it. Cool. Hey, um I want to touch on this. What's it? Yeah, things things people are fucking up on standard things you you did at the start. Let's say people people like my 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 target audience is like the same as, as me as, as I am. So like people trying trying to start out in this this whole direct response thing, fuck ups you made that the people can learn from.
1: And so what? Um... I, I don't hear well because I didn't listen when people said use earphones as a musician and earplugs. I, I didn't, so everything. <laughs> so,
0: mistakes you made in marketing that, that early on that people can learn from. Things you 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 bumped into that uh, they're interesting for people.
1: I still make them every day. So the the biggest one I made was mm. not being aware of regulations. You know, mm. so, so there's all this stuff you can't do, and uh, right. the new folks don't. I don't think it's either they don't realize you can't do it, or they think it's not that big of a deal to do it. So mm-hmm. I got in trouble with Federal Trade Commission in 2003 for making what's called unsubstantiated income claims, which means if I say, hey, I made X amount of money on the internet, and you can too. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I actually made X amount of money on the internet, and I thoroughly believe that you can too, if you do everything and follow the directions, that's actually against regulations. It's called an unsubstantiated right. claim because in order for me to be able to say that without getting in trouble, I would have to have documented proof that every single person who ever bought the stuff actually got the result I'm talking about. So mm. biggest mistake I see being made is people just ignore that. Either they don't know it. <laughs> You know, or they're just like, oh, it doesn't matter; it won't happen to me. Uh, or they'll try to rationalize, be like, yeah, but you know, if they follow directions, like I've got all these success stories. Like I got two hundred mm-hmm. success stories. Like yeah, but you sold it to a hundred thousand people. What about the other? And it doesn't make them wrong. Doesn't make them bad people. You know, it doesn't mean their stuff isn't any good. But it mm. just means you can't. You got to disclose what the average person does. So that was. Mm. The worst of them all because you know I got sued for it and it was very, very bad. Um, but at least it, it happened early in my career, you know. I didn't, right. I didn't even know there were regulations, you know. Like, Wait, what? There, right. I don't know what does the Federal Trade Commission mean. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I am fucked. Okay, got it. Won't let it happen again. Very sorry.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. But other than that, it's given up too early. You know, so people will make emotional decisions in marketing based on very little data. So a uh, hmm. super common one. I was just on with a, with a member of the network this, uh, this morning. So I have this program called the network, you know, and there's live video conferences every day. And I do them on Mondays. and My team does them the other days of the week. We publish content. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and so I'm on, I'm on with this dude, and he sells a $3,500 thing about stress, He's like, yeah, I think I need to lower my prices because nobody's buying it because of uh, the coronavirus thing. And so I'm like, right. okay, how many people specifically told you that they wouldn't do it from the coronavirus thing? And I never got the answer. And it took, and this dude's German, by the way. And this guy's no numbers. You know what I mean? Like, if anybody's going to know the freaking numbers, it's going to be German people. And so <laughs> he's like, this could not. And so finally, I got, you know, kept bugging him about it. It was like six people. And I'm like, okay, you realize you're about to make a major business decision on six people, you know, and so this doesn't, it's not enough, it's not enough input to, to cause you to make this big of a thing. So I see that happen all the time. Like someone will run an ad and they'll be like, oh man, you know, I got 73 clicks to my website and two opt-ins and nobody bought and this is a failure, and, you know, Right. Reality is like, no, dude, you got 76 clicks to your website. It doesn't mean anything. It wouldn't, mm-hmm. If everybody bought, it wouldn't mean anything. It's not enough. Yeah. You know? Right. That's like the single biggest thing is that uh, intolerance to failure and making mm-hmm. decisions without any real mathematical evidence of any kind.
0: When do you say you, you move on, though? Like, when do you say this doesn't work?
1: Well, the, the real answer is 5,000. So I get that from direct mail. So I don't even know know, if that's right, but that's what the direct mail guys taught, was, hey, it's a minimum of 5,000 pieces mailed in order to consider it a big enough test. So Mm. 5,000 visitors, you know, to a variant of a page before you really know what the true conversion rate is. Mm. Yeah. All right. People quitting after 100, you know, and they're like yeah, but I'm paying a dollar fifty quick, I spent hundred and fifty dollars, like yeah. I know, you're gonna be okay, you know? It's business. <laughs> it isn't like we're not here playing games, it's business, dude. Like that's welcome to the welcome to the real world.
0: No, that's it's good though. Like take it broader than, than just the just in business, like five 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 grand for, for it to stop like I don't know, making five thousand shots in fucking basketball or something. After that that's
1: stuff. but you know, in this case, unfortunately, it's not. You're not even gaining the added skill. It's just mm. 1,000 clicks to a page to see to really get an accurate uh, reading on what the page is doing. Right. So if you look at like you know if you go into anybody's ads account or whatever, um, mm. it's going to be like this. It, 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 you know, all the time. So you can't Perfect. look at like one little snapshot and make a decision. You got to look at all of them and get the you see what really happens, you know. And that's it's a lot of transactions. It's a lot of volume. Mm. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Okay, by me, it, you know, weeds the week out of the market pretty fast.
0: Mm. yeah Cool. Let's. Uh, this. 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 And this. No, then we're. Then. I, then I'm gonna let you go. Trent, you see. Uh, developing in the, in in the in the advertising market in the marketing market, what's what are things you see you see going on?
1: in the all right, in marketing in general or in the market of people who like talking about marketing?
0: This, uh, both
1: okay. Um, <laughs> I'll do it in marketing and advertising in general because the yeah. market people who like talking about marketing, you just never know. you know I mean, we're all. Mm weirdos and it's a market you know and you got people that have been around forever and then you got people who are brand new and then there's a certain amount of people just making stuff up you know Mm. so I don't know about any of that kind of stuff I know nobody should listen to me ever Um, but in terms of the future of of marketing in the digital landscape number one I think direct response will become more mainstream Uh, you think
0: so though
1: yeah And the reason I think so is because of the internet. So, Mm. if you look at, if you were to take a snapshot, and all of this is speculative. There's no way to validate this, but if you were to go back 20 years and take a snapshot of the Earth's population that knew how to write a sales letter with Mm. any degree of competency you know, that had a headline and opening a statement of benefits and a solid risk reversal close in there, you know, it would be maybe 5,000 people, like maybe, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. 10,000 people on the planet, right? And so now if you look, shit, there's probably, you know, however many 40,000 people just alone use click funnels, maybe more Mm -hmm. than, you know? At my list has got a couple hundred thousand people in there. You know, so it's like more and more people are knowing about this stuff. And so that's going to cause it to eventually make its way into bigger companies, you know. Mm. And, which is I mean, you know, I kind of wish it wouldn't. <laughs> it's much <laughs> it's much funner like knowing the stuff that nobody else knows, but it'll also I think help businesses a lot, you know. I think it'll do a lot for gross national product or whatever uh whatever the term is GDP. Mm. yeah
0: i know what you're talking about now i don't know that i i saw this video of like ogilvy like 40 years ago saying like something similar it's, it's yeah
1: yeah but see that video 40 years ago was seen by probably 85 people because it mm. went to department heads of ogilvy and mather That's the one where Mm. he's right in the wet and the red suspender sitting on the couch and he's talking about the importance of direct response and all Mm. that. Right. He's like, It's you guys, it's up to you. And all that. So that to the the staff of Ogilvy and Mather, like circulated by either a a reel of film or a VHS tape of some sort, you know, but 40 years would be, yeah, it wouldn't even be a VHS tape. Um, Mm. Like at best, it was 20 years ago or 30 years ago. And it was like, a, you know, one of those things you put in the VCR, we right. don't even know what that is. And so at <laughs> most everybody in his company saw it at most. And that would have been 800 people or something. Mm-hmm. And of those 800, you know, half of them would have been in account management and stuff, you know, and they right. would have been in, in the art and design department, you know? So there have been like 85 people that actually practiced this stuff. So because of the internet, now you've seen it. You know? yeah. And people that are listening to this are going to be like, David Ogilvie, who's that? Dan Kennedy, Gary Halbert, who are they? Mm. Yeah, you read Gary Halbert's newsletters for free online. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It, those
0: uh, are crazy. Like you mentioned them to me, they're fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, he was brilliant. And then yeah. like you read his stuff, like, you know, the, the word dumbed down is not the right phrase to describe it, but it is very plain talk uh mm. nothing fancy you know there's no like use of giant multi-syllable words he's not trying to sound intelligent gary was a genius he wasn't some dumb guy you know he just wrote for just the easiest entry point into the human psyche um, mm. and that's that's the way to write you know for sure
0: mm. i want to I wanna know this, what what would you do if you were my age? If you were 16, what what was the step you would take right now to to get to where you are today?
1: Oh, dude, I I would be creating content like you're doing. I get more Mm on video, I put it out on social. Um, So you can, you know, a video, to get a video that's pretty good, viewed (laughs) to 100% completion to a targeted audience, such Mm -hmm. as people who are interested in marketing or customer acquisition or whatever, I'm paying like a dime or something for two minutes. So there's mm-hmm. a two-minute commercial about me being smart. Right, the stranger is watching all of it for a dime. You know, mm-hmm. in some cases less. Right, I've got one that's thirty minutes long. This that some audiences are watching that entire thing for under thirty. And mm-hmm. so, you know, imagine you start cultivating that audience of people who know you now mm-hmm. and just keep doing that every day for the next four years. You're going to have like, you know, a million freaking people that have consumed and watched your content. Like, oh yeah, that guy's pretty, pretty smart. And it's not going to cost you a lot of money to do it. And mm-hmm. uh, so I would definitely be doing that. And I'd be writing copy all the time and like for random stuff, you know, because <laughs> after a while it gets to like, you can just sit down and fucking write it you know and so it's like write a letter like i gotta have it dude in an hour and you're like god damn it and then you will write and it might not be amazing but it'll it's passable you know and it, it'll work and that you can never not have that mm. it, it's, it's really like the ultimate safety net. you know i remember mm-hmm. when i got in trouble with the government i was like well this sucks but number one they're pretty cool to me even though i totally violated these regulations at least they were like they thought I was like this evil mastermind, and then they were like, oh, wait a minute. You're just some kid who's working out of a tool shed in the middle of nowhere, and you were just an idiot. And so they were kind of like merciful to me, you know? They were like, okay, we totally thought you were this other operation, but you're still a dumbass, so give us a bunch of money. You know? Right. But I remember being at home, and I was like, well, I had to give them all my money, but they didn't lobotomize me. You know, and mm. remove all the knowledge from my brain. I was like, I'm we're gonna be all right. And and we were, you know, and uh, and I still believe. It. So people are like, yeah. What would you do if you lost everything? I mean, I'd be like, sit my ass down and I'd ask somebody if they had a, a pen and a pad, I'd start writing. Yeah. You know? mm. Sales letters, mm. sell people stuff that they clearly want to buy.
0: Oh, it's... it's- it really is interesting. I've been like chasing this whole marketing branding thing, like reading books about it. Last week we talked about the direct response thing. You introduced me to those letters. I've been, I've been writing copy like in the morning. I look back at it in the evening. I'm like, what did I write? Like I grow so much in like so little time because of, of the things you mentioned. I'm it's
1: thankful for that, man. It's, uh, your, it's like action. would be like, you know, if you do 20 push-ups a day, which I think would be way too show-offish. You know, I've got to limit it to twenty a year just because I
2: mm, yeah.
1: I've had a courtesy to other dudes, you know. But um for sure. you do it every day, like it doesn't seem like much, but at the end of six months or something, it's gonna be visible, you know. Right. You know person's like got pretty good posture and seems pretty strong. Like, yeah, I do this series of movements for five minutes every day and this is the result, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. I like it. It's, I, writing it I, mean, I don't know, maybe because you're new. I always dread it. It's like, ah, but it's the single most dollar per hour activity I've ever done in my life. Like, I, mm. we're finishing the promotion now that actually hang on, it's on my screen. I'm going to go. I'm going to pull this up on funnels here.
0: You, you, the internet is great. So you can show it. Less we really could cut off.
1: Oh, you want me to share the screen?
0: Yeah, share the screen,
1: whatever. Yeah. My,
0: my internet can handle it. Now, so.
1: Okay, let's see. Apply filter. Oh, I guess I should hit share screen, shouldn't I? All right, let's see. Uh, am I sharing? Why I'm doesn't sharing it give you an option? Oh, there it is. Geez, dude, I really need to learn how to use uh, my own computer. Okay, so see this thing? You, you see this? Is it showing? I see it. I see it. All right. So this is a campaign I created. Um, it was on March 25th. I made it. And on March 25th, I had, I last minute decided to do a live webinar at five o'clock p.m. Eastern time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: three 3:50 Eastern time. I was like, instead of making the offer, I normally would make on this. I'm going to offer something else, which was give me hundred bucks. And I'll let you look over my shoulder for 30 days as I attempt to build a brand and build a list and get some customers in the market where nobody knows me and it has nothing to do with business. So that was the pitch. And right. so between the hours of 3.50 PM and five o'clock PM, I built the web page and the order form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that was it. So that was an hour and however long, <laughs> an hour and 10 minutes of like mm-hmm. writing and publishing the web page. This is the result right here. So that I mean, like we could extrapolate it and use marketing math and be like, oh, I made five hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars in an hour and ten minutes. I didn't really, but the real work was done in that hour and ten minutes of writing the offer. You know. And that's uh I'll take it. You know what I mean? Like that's I'll you take know. it, Every yeah.
0: Every day of the week I'll take it.
1: Every half a million helps, you know? That's rolling true oh, yeah. say. So that's uh, mm. yeah. And yeah so i don't do that all the time like that just happened to be a pretty good winner you know but it was sitting down and writing the fucking copy and it's like doing it and you know it's the highest in my opinion the highest dollar per hour of stuff you can do because the letter's there forever mm. you know, i can just use yeah. it like it's not going to quit working probably yeah you know? mm. creating assets basically exactly
0: there you exactly. go yeah. i'm learning i'm learning <laughs> but this is what I'll, what I'll do i i don't i don't like expect you to read it or whatever i created this like uh what's the thing google drive thingy you i'm do. uploading all my all my letters i write it, like daily into into those i'll like send you weekly or monthly or whatever my my best one and just just for you to know that i'm i don't i didn't forget about you and i'm, I'm working on what you what you told me to because it's it's seriously like i'm growing i, I like it too
1: so. yeah i mean this you know Ryan, so you know how that little shit weasel. Guy, he's so good, dude. Like, too natural, the only natural, they're one of two people with natural talent I've ever seen, ever. Mm. Everybody else is horrible. Like, we just admit we're all angry all the time. We don't want to have to write it and we put it off and it's like work and it's terrible. And he's just like, yeah, here you go. Five seconds later, mm. sales letter's done, it's pretty good. Sometimes it's amazing. The only other person like that, my cousin Trace that same way.
0: Hmm? So,
1: yeah, all right, done. Everybody else. So, like, you could end up like Ryan, you know?
0: I'm, uh, I'm going to work my ass off for that, yeah. To be yeah, the third yeah. one you know about that.
1: Because yeah, I'll still oh, have
0: super hard. <laughs> I like it. That's, uh, that's what I have for you today, man. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. Well, this was easy. All right, I got a webinar I got
1: to do in an hour and 20 minutes, so I better make the slides for it. So oh,
0: you wait. go do that. I'm, I'll go write some coffee and I will, we'll speak soon.